You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bill's Pipes, Moto Ice Wrap, Moto Stuff, and Motul MX. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got the 167 of Benny Bloss. Benny, how's it going? I am fantastic. You are fantastic hanging out in uh, in sunny Oklahoma. I assume that the sun has probably gone down since the earlier part of the day, but uh, nevertheless, coming off of uh, a rather successful weekend in Daytona. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was uh, so far my best race out of the two that I've raced, and it was the track was gnarly, but I uh, made it through safe and sound, so I'm very happy with it. Absolutely. You have to be happy with a, uh, you ended up in an 11th finish just outside the top 10, uh, second supercross of your uh, professional career and, uh, a new team for you. You, you, uh, you parted ways with a team shortly before the series. We weren't entirely sure where, who we were going to see you with. I was, I was assuming it was probably still going to be on a Yamaha, but you resurfaced at, at Atlanta on, uh, on basically a, a, a privateer deal. And then, uh, the cycle trader Rock River Yamaha guys, uh, call up and, and, uh, and and you had to don the uh, the black meta helmet for this weekend. Uh, yes, I uh, I couldn't thank them enough. It was huge for them to be able to step up and give me the fill in ride. It sucks to see Luke Rindlin get hurt, but you know if they need me, I will definitely be there. And thank God for them because you know their bike is amazing, and if I can help them to get further up in the in the points, that's that's happy for me. Absolutely. Um, paint us the picture of the, the when you get the phone call, or maybe uh, have a conversation with uh, with one of the the Denny's, either Christina or her husband, uh, uh, inviting you to uh, spend some time on their bike for the rest of the Supercross season and uh, uh, possibly outdoors as well. Yeah, it was really fantastic. Honestly, it was a bit of a surprise for me. Um, I knew that Luke had got hurt, but I really wasn't sure if they would actually get a fill-in rider. Um, I didn't know how much of a plan they had for that, but turns out they did, and pure excitement out of me for that, for sure. Right on. So, um, as far as, uh, obviously there's a couple of differences between the Yamaha that you rode in Atlanta compared to the one that you, uh, you rode this weekend in Daytona, but, uh, it's still a similar chassis setup, uh, similar uh, characteristics to the bike, but still a, an adjustment period. Um, when was your first opportunity to hop on that motorcycle? And, uh, I got to imagine that when you came back to the pit area, uh, or, uh, back to the truck where you were practicing at, uh, smile ear to ear. Definitely smile ear to ear. Um, actually, the first time I rode the bike was the very first practice at Daytona. So okay, I, I went in a little, little iffy on how it would be, but it was really, really good. I would say the best bike I've rode in my life so far. So 
you could say the smile was really very big. So what's the biggest difference or what would you say uh, were the spots where your, your Rock River Yamaha, uh, cycle trader Rock River Yamaha bike, uh, shone over, uh, over the bike that you had uh, in Atlanta? Well, the, well, the bike that I had in Atlanta was, it was like a good practice bike motor. Um, wasn't fully okay. race motored out. Um, I, I didn't really expect to have to do that in Supercross. Um, so that's what I had to work with, but the motor that the rock river team has is it's just like, it is so fast and it seems like it doesn't stop pulling, you know, like when you think the power is going to be like, okay, it's time to shift. It's like, you really don't have to, um, which is a big thing for me. Cause I'm a bigger guy. I need, uh, yeah. need a lot of power. So they definitely delivered with that. No kidding. Uh, like just going back to, uh, like like the, uh, the the West Coast series while you were preparing for the East, uh, Joey Savacci records his very first win in the last four or five laps. He admitted that he was stuck in either first or second gear, jumping all of the triples, timing all of the rhythm sections in first gear. And I got to imagine that your Rocker Yamaha engine is along the same lines as, as that. Is, is that the case where you could possibly do some of these Supercross triples in first gear? I would say you probably could. I would definitely not like to try that out i actually <laughs> in atlanta messed up in the corner and hit one of the supercross triples in first and i would say with these bikes um you can get away with it but it's definitely not uh the number one choice for sure fair enough no that the, the fact that you guys were able to do that in such low a gear a gear that for most uh us, us mere mortals that ride uh first gear is uh for pulling out of the pit stall that's about it and uh you most people don't even start in first um but uh, incredible to hear and uh it was, it was, i was pumped to see you uh move forward because honestly uh from a, an outsider looking in you think of a horizon award winner a guy who's coming out of the amateurs with some speed and some uh, some results to back it up uh you'd like to see him on the best uh, equipment possible so that he can uh, put his skills to use. And uh, like you said, a guy like yourself, who's uh, seven foot one, 210 pounds, like <laughs> you need a, a couple extra uh, horsepower, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite there yet, but uh, definitely a little larger than the, uh, the uh, competitors that I'm up against. Well, who, how how exactly tall are you? Because I've I've had many a bench racing session with a few friends of mine, and like everyone's like, I think he's six foot seven. I think he's six foot eight. Some of says, I think he's over two hundred pounds. So, uh, if if you had a hockey card, what would that say on the back? I'm six foot five, and just around one eighty five, getting close to one ninety. Depends on the day, I guess. So uh, basically, the stature of a maybe a muscular rake, roughly. <laughs> maybe a little bit fair enough right on man well um there are certain things that uh play to your advantage with having the long levers and there's things that uh um that basically uh, that that hinder you with with being uh that tall and uh for some of the guys that you're going up against uh for 10 20 30 pounds uh more than they do um but let's not talk about the negatives let's talk about the, the positives of being six foot five um first of all uh you're kind of looking down at all of your opponents on track walks so i imagine <laughs> that's pretty intimidating uh but what, other than that what's uh what are the uh the advantages you'd say of being uh of being the the tallest out there. I would say number one advantage in a supercross track would definitely be the whoops. Um, yeah. The shorter guys, sometimes their uh, front ends will drop real bad. And whereas 
they're so short that the seat will bounce up and hit them and then it will end up causing them to go over the bars. I still have a bunch of extra room and can just kind of pull it up through and and man it out. I would say the whoops for sure are the uh, number one advantage. Another thing that probably comes in handy is uh, not too uh, different than uh, my last year on 85s where I was able to stand up completely and move the back end of my motorcycle side to side in the in the uh, the starting spot. Uh, you'd probably be able to do the same thing, being flat-footed and, uh, and, and tower way above the seat. I, yes, for sure. I can do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, it, um, it, go ahead. I can almost touch flat-footed when the bike is sitting on the stand. Wow. That I'm, is, I'm get, you've I'm, got some long legs close. on you, my friend, then. You're, you might be all legs then. <laughs> I'm, I definitely got a lot of legs. Fair enough, and uh, definitely a plus for you on the on the lady side of things because uh, for most of those monster girls, they're wearing heels looking down about uh, two feet to, to to see the the Jeremy Martins and uh, uh, most of the smaller guys. But uh, you're you're taller than most. I am definitely taller than most. Uh, there you go. That's 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 a plus right there. The funny thing is, is that I actually I have a girlfriend, and she not surprised. Is, she is over a foot shorter than I am. So that's just so, awesome right there. Like that that's there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. How did you meet this uh this pint-sized lady of yours? <laughs> I met her through a friend. You met her through a friend. That's how that that's how everything works in these in these uh, situations. Like in anything in life, you need to know people. And uh you're able to connect with this uh this person that's uh quite a bit shorter than yourself. And uh I imagine that you'd mentioned bef- before I called you up that you were in a movie. What movie did this uh this young lady drag you to? I was in a movie? Oh. You said you were in I, a movie. Oh, yes. Yes, I was in a movie actually with one of my friends at uh London Has Fallen. Oh, how is that? I've I've been I've been hearing good things. It's pretty good actually. It's very predictable, but okay, a lot yeah. of action for sure. Fair enough. Right on, man. Well, um let's let's talk a little bit more about your preparation coming into this season and uh and now switching obviously switching over to the Rocky River Yamaha. Uh a plus in terms of equipment that you're on, but like you said earlier, it's a similar setup as far as uh chassis and, and what you're gonna be getting from feedback from the motorcycle. So uh what was the program coming in? Um and uh, I understand that you, you would have had to also do some uh some arena cross races to uh get those supercross points, correct? That is correct. I raced the first three events of arena cross and ended up getting my points. And then I spent the winter training in California. So mm-hmm. I had to spend a couple weeks on the East coast and stay out there, um, for those, but got those done. It was a little rough, but eventually got it done, uh, ended up safe and ready for supercross. Unbelievable! Like uh, going out and racing those arena crosses to become a professional supercross raider, not unlike having a uh, the first round draft pick into the NHL, have to go play some beer league hockey so that he can play in the NHL. <laughs> Pretty much, it's uh, it's it's really like kind of interesting in arena cross. It's it's kind of like supercross, just obviously a lot tighter. The tracks are probably three times as short. Um, but those guys are really, really good at what they do. You know, they do that for a living, and that's it's like that's an art, their job. Yeah, yeah, it's it almost really like a, 
arena cross rider is 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 to arena cross what a sand guy is at a sand track. Like they just it's a completely different animal. Which um, like to, for you guys to be preparing for Supercross by going through there is a little bit of a um, some some hoops to jump through. But uh, definitely come into some characters over there, don't you? Yeah, for sure. I uh, I would say it definitely helped me a lot. Um, just with getting you know, used to the racing atmosphere and everything there goes so fast. Like it's race, 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 especially, um, if you run the lights class and the premier class, Mm -hmm. which you can't do in supercross. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how fast everything goes and it's really a fun thing to do. Um, that's actually an interesting thing you bring up that you can't in fact double class it up until 2004 I believe you could guys like Jason Thomas would race both main events or at least a portion of the 125 uh, uh, get off the track to get your points and then uh, go race the 450 Uh, if that that rule was in place and you were on a team that would allow you to to do that would do you think that the 450 might uh, play into your uh, your strengths uh, a little more than maybe the little bike would um, I would say I definitely fit a 450 a little better just with how big and heavy I am. Um, mm-hmm. but I would say if you had the choice to do both these days, I don't think it would be that, that, uh, good of a decision just because the motos are so long and, and the fitness they really take so a lot better. out of you. Yeah, yeah the, for the sure. This is so much more like back uh, like 2004 obviously you had ricky who was uh in great shape and some of the like fitness had just started coming into the sport in, in a huge way um but some riders still not the, the the same fitness as uh as the guys now honestly the guys just outside like even guys that aren't even in the main event are all bad dudes as far as uh, uh fitness goes and they like a lot of them dedicate a lot of their time towards making sure that they're fit on and off the bike um for you where does that come in what do you enjoy uh the training part off the bike and uh, what are your favorite things to do to uh get in shape i love mountain biking um yeah biking extra is large cycling. frame extra large frame for sure uh i think mountain biking and road biking are my favorites um i know a lot of guys run uh swim but then also we do uh like circuit workouts and mm-hmm strength training and stuff that way we're you know keep good in all aspects of uh fitness but cardio i think would be the most that we have to do um just to get used to the long the longness especially when the series moves to the outdoors long bike rides and long runs will be happening a lot um for me Fair enough. Well, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about fitness training and uh, someone that you someone that you've been training with for a long period of time to uh, uh, to make sure that those lap times are, are dropping every single week. Before that, we're going to hit the commercials here on Big MX Radio, uh, sponsored by Fly Racing and Bill's Pipes. Yo, what up? It's the Seven News Dudes. You're on Big MX Radio. Hit the commercials. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. 
If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they're simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to 
WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new Cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Yo, this is the Seven Deuce Deuce. If you don't listen to Big MX Radio, then you. And we're back. Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Bill's Pipes and Fly Racing. Still online with Big Benny Bloss. Uh, here, uh, we're the cycle trader, Rock River Yamaha rider, making his debut on that team this last weekend in Daytona. An 11th place finish. And um, throughout the last couple of years of your amateur career and in throughout the, your pro debut, there's been one constant as far as your training program is. Uh, is and that's uh, the... the, the What's his number? I don't remember he always wants to do. Oh, it, it's uh, Ro- Robbie Robbie Raynard. I'm going to edit that part out so I sound a lot smarter. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Raynard has always been a constant in your career, and uh, he's an Oklahoma guy who knows how to go fast. A, what kind of uh, uh, positive influence has uh, Robbie been bringing great things to your, your career, and how many times have you seen his shoulders dislocate? I have actually never once seen his shoulders dislocate but i have seen how flexible he is and it is it's almost funny to watch him like try and stretch because he's had so many um injuries that he like he can't even like squat down to a chair Um, but he can like the, the funny thing is he can ride a motorcycle he can ride a motorcycle can't do the other stuff oh he yeah he can ride a motorcycle for sure it's uh yeah a little bit frustrating sometimes because, you know, he's he's so busy training all his kids and stuff and getting the tracks ready, but he'll, like, let's say not ride for a month, and then he'll get on the bike. 
and he will be going just as fast as I am. And I've been training for the past month nonstop, you know, like, you know, like I dedicate my life to this and, and he can just like take breaks and then get on and, and be that fast. Um, that's that's Robbie Rayner though. He's always been able to like pick up that speed immediately. A guy who uh, I honestly I, I don't think he even had he has a Supercross uh, victory and uh, a guy who honestly if if had stayed healthy I don't think you'd disagree that uh, he'd have a couple of championships to his name. Oh, for sure, he is one of the most talented riders I've ever seen in my life, and it's his style is like it looks like he's not trying whatsoever. And I want to be like that. You know, I want to, I want to be able to have people say, Oh, well, he doesn't even look like he's going fast, but in all reality, he really is. Um, I look up to him in so many ways and I couldn't thank him enough to be a part of my program. So when did the first, you guys first start to work together? And, uh, obviously shortly after that, the frustration set in when, uh, this old guy with, uh, with a busted out body is, uh, is, is screaming past you on a 125. Uh, 2013 is when we started, is when I moved out to Oklahoma to start training with him. Okay. Um, so I've been there for a little over three years and I've loved every minute of it. And I look forward to many more years with him. No doubt. He's a great guy to be connected with, passionate about the sport, and uh, like you said, a really good influence on what you've got going on. Um, so, Benny, coming out of the, the, the amateur ranks, uh, anyone who's uh, been lucky enough to, or uh, fast enough, to achieve that Horizon Award is uh, almost uh, considered a blue chipper. That That's your, your lock-on, need to put him on a, on a, on a top-flight team immediately, but uh, that didn't happen uh, as in, in your case. Um, why do you feel that, uh, you didn't, you didn't either have, uh, the, the offers made or is it specifically because of your height? Uh, did you, did you sleep with somebody's sister? What's the problem there? <laughs> I, uh, I definitely think that the, the height and weight had a lot to do with it. Um, I chose to ride the only 450 classes that were at us this year. And then yeah. I raced the last outdoor on a 450. And I think a lot of people were questioning whether whether or not I could actually ride a 250 or not and didn't really get the chances that I had wished for um, going into the season. But, you know, I that's only going to make me work harder um, yeah. to prove to the people, you know, that I can do this. I, I, I belong here and I should, I do deserve a good ride. And now the cycle trader team's given me a chance to show them for the next couple races and, I couldn't be happier. Absolute. Like I, I, it's not too often that a team uh, like the Cycle Trader or Rockford Yamaha team has the ability to uh, grab a guy like yours with your style of talent, based on uh, like from from the perspective of many fans and maybe even some industry members, they would consider the the Rockford Yamaha team to not be a top tier team, so to speak. There's the, the like there's the star racing team, and then you like uh, if if someone was to just uh, uh, go by the hierarchy of teams, they would they wouldn't put them on the same level. But the fact is is that 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 team is locked down yourself as well as a guy like uh, uh, Colt Nichols, two guys that uh, basically uh, get, get trained by um, uh, by Robbie and uh, two guys that have the ability to put in top five rides every single weekend, which um, is, is something that uh, they haven't been able to enjoy in years in years past. And in a lot of ways, them benefiting from the overlook of, of teams that uh, that didn't decide to choose you. 
Yeah, for sure. Somebody like, like Colt Nichols, somebody like him, he's got a second place this year in Supercross. And yeah. he didn't even have a ride until, I think, December. You know, that's yeah. crazy. I, that It doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, I'm, I see him every day, and I see how hard he works. And, you know, he deserves everything that he's getting. And I think some people do overlook the Cycle Trader team. But really, from what I've seen, they are one of the best – as far as being a team and coming together and it's 100% positivity in the pits, you know, like mm-hmm. you come off the track and let's say you had a bad moto. They are 100. They don't want to talk about anything negative. Everybody is there to help and they all come together. And I, I don't, I don't see much better than that. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. It's uh, um, it's an opportunity for you to be on great equipment. Uh, we've seen uh, guys in the past like um, Alex Martin be able to uh, to get very close to winning, get podiums, be like uh, to, to win a moto outdoors. The the equipment is not the uh, is, is 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 not in- incapable, and definitely in the hands of a guy like yourself, definitely to prove that in the uh, going forward, uh, be able to um, to to, to do to do your best and uh, continue to uh, to do ha- have great great results. Um, when you did get uh, the phone call from either Chris, Christina or uh, her husband, um, what was the things you were looking forward to most? Knowing the fact that uh, you're going to be able to stay in the same gear that you've been running, except for now that you'll be running with a um, uh, that shades of gray helmet painted helmet. Uh, I was very excited. I think I was mostly excited about the motor. Um... You know, I'm I'm really good friends with Colt Nichols, and he's had nothing but great things to say. Um, I'm running actually the same suspension that I was before, so the bike it works just about the same, except for I have way more power. Um, yeah, I would say that for sure was the most exciting part. Um, and you know, I kind of know everybody from the Cycle Trader team already, so I think that helped a lot um, to transfer on. You the rode team. with them in amateurs, correct? Uh, yes, I rode for them as amateurs, and also I raced the last outdoor underneath their trailer. There you go. Well, that's a that's a plus right there. Familiar faces and a familiar atmosphere somewhere where you were already pretty successful. Not only your first national, but uh, at Loretta's as well. I believe you went six for six, correct? No, not correct. No, you didn't. Oh, I did not. Well. I won. I went two for six. Ah, fair enough. Well. Nevertheless, uh, like winning your championships and and doing quite well, and uh, I, I kind of expected you to to, to really uh, be a, kind of an automatic lock for some of those top teams. But uh, regardless, now you've got the equipment to uh, to be up there with the big dogs. And uh, so, as far as uh, your goals are in place, when are we going to see you in the top ten, man? I want to see your smiling face at the end of a of a heat race win. Uh, I'm no thinking pressure. after the. I'm thinking this weekend in Canada. Um. I was really close this past weekend in Daytona. I could I could feel it and um I'm thinking this weekend. Fair for enough. sure. When was the last time that you were north of the border? I actually have never in my life been north <laughs> of the border. So you're gonna you're 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 just gonna be watching movies like Cool Runnings and like anything like that to like you're gonna be wearing like nine parkas and like six Six beanies, or as or as we call them, toques, 
and uh, and getting getting ready for some Canadiana. And I no doubt before you leave, I know that you got a strict diet, but you have to try something called poutine. Well, what is that? Poutine is French fries with cheese on top, specifically cheese curds and gravy. It's the greatest thing you'll ever have. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that will pass my diet. I might have to no, look into that. Uh, have, uh, maybe later in life. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No doubt. Well, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm. I'm hoping to uh, arrange a trip to. Uh, um, to the uh, to the races, and if if I can make it, I definitely hope to uh, to to chat with you a little bit, and uh, maybe we can redo this in person. For sure, for sure, that would be awesome. What are you looking forward to most about going to Canada, or do you just like you have no idea what you're walking into? So uh, let her buck. I honestly have no idea what to expect. Um, Fair enough. Are you looking forward weather. to hearing the Canadian cold national weather. anthem? The Canadian national anthem. Well, I imagine okay. they would sing the Canadian national anthem before the race. Well, then I guess I'm excited to hear that. I uh, <laughs> I love to listen to the Canadians talk. I don't know why, but I love the accent. Fair so I guess enough. I guess you, that that can be something I'm looking forward to. Do I have an accent? No. If if you told me you were from Canada, I I honestly would not be able to tell. Really? That's fair enough. Well, yeah, you'd have to talk to me uh, either right before or right after I go play hockey, because that's a whole other, uh, uh, you start to sound like a little bit more of a hoser, you know what I mean? Uh, back check, <laughs> check, paycheck, let's do this, eh? There you go. That's, that's, there the, can- that's the Canadian accent I'm thinking of. Fair enough. No, I'd, I'd definitely put it on if you need me to, bro. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's get back to uh, talking a little bit about the team here. And uh, um, one of the really cool things that they have uh, for the, the Rock River team is that they, they've uh, partnered with Meta to, uh, to, to cover their, their team rather closely, as well as uh, they've connected with Shades of Grey for those custom helmet-painted helmets. Uh, I don't remember seeing whether, seeing whether or not you were rocking that look this, uh, in Daytona. But, um, and what, what helmet brand do you wear uh, full-time? Full uh, I did not have on the verb, uh, the meta helmet this weekend. Um, right. I run bells and usually oh, I have Tiger design helmet. Medium, medium. Helmet. Medium. Wow. You have a pinhead. I wear a medium. Pretty, su- pretty big surprise <laughs> to most people with how tall I am, but <laughs> yeah, I'm full medium helmet. Fair enough. Well, uh, so you mentioned that your tagger designs might that change for the remaining rounds of Supercross. That's might. I, uh, I'm not really sure so far. Um, I'm only going to be on the team that I know of for the next two rounds. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Luke Renslin will be back, um, ready to ride by the, I think, Indianapolis would be the round um, after Detroit. So, short time, but definitely going to make the most of it and hopefully have something good come out of it. Definitely. Maybe turn some heads and grab that. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Christina and uh, the Rock River team may be able to uh, keep carrying you forward or, uh, or some, something else, services that you can uh, really uh, capitalize on. Regardless, a great opportunity for you to uh, uh, make some waves out there and make the best of a great opportunity. Yes, for sure. Um, they've helped me throughout the series, just even before um, I rode for the cycle trader team. I've known Christina for a long time. She's done my graphics for 
I think since I was on 50s. So she's always been nice. a big help in my program. So I couldn't thank her enough. So you were on 50s in what, 2003? 50s. I ran actually 2006. I think I raced the spring nationals on a 50, 65, and 85. Good goodness. When, when did you get so tall? Like, were you all of a sudden, like, just like uh, five foot five, and then the next summer you're six foot five? Like, what, what, what year was that? I think uh, I've really been, like, taller for my age uh, throughout my life. My brother is six four, and my dad is also six four. So oh. we're, we're all pretty, pretty big. Um, but I remember being. Let's see, my last year on 85s, I was 12, and I think I was 5'10". Wow. And then it was it was a little rough to be riding an 85 that tall. Um, no kidding. Uh, that's, that's like, like is that a raised seat foam, uh, ape hanger bars from off of an ATV? Like, I remember all the things I had to do to my 80s to make them feel normal at 5'8", uh, when I got off of 80s. So an extra two inches, uh, you were stretching it, my friend. Yeah, back then I I think all I had was some bar risers, um, and then like like nowadays most people think that I set my bike up like for a tall person, but mm-hmm. I run actually pretty low bars now and do nothing differently. Um, what would happen bike. if you j- jumped on to uh, um, Al- Al- Alex Martin's 2015 bike with the six inches of lift on his uh, on his pegs? I don't think that would work out for me as well. Um, no. Definitely, definitely be hitting my knees on the bars more, more so than I already do. Um, if I had those on, the only guy you're the only guy that uh, on on Sunday has like bruises on like right near like right near his knees on both sides from hitting your legs as you're going through corners. I, I think there's some other tall people <laughs> in Supercross. I'd like to okay, think I'm not Dakota the Tanner, only big, one. Big, big whoop. He, Who's he the next tall. tallest guy that you race with? I I don't really know. I I I think he's pretty tall. Um, Aaron Plessinger, I think, is pretty tall. Not Six quite. Ish. Not quite as tall as I am. If I was, let's say, four fifties last year, yeah, I think Kyle Partridge might be taller. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's right in there. I think he's six foot four, at least uh, a guy who, again, great in the whoops. And, uh, honestly, I'm, I, I know that you've got the speed on the, on a two fifty F, but I'm really excited to see you uh, do your thing on a four fifty. I think that's, uh, obviously you'd even admitted to it. It's, it's good. That's going to be the, the bike that kind of, um, it's a little bit more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely fits me a little bit better, um, as far as power. 450 you don't really need like the shorter guy uh lighter guy i wouldn't even necessarily say is better on a 450 i would think heavier that way you can control it a little bit more and muscle it around yeah we've seen like uh, guys like uh um Say if I got Will Hahn, not to throw him under the bus whatsoever, especially because he's hurt right now. But there's times when uh, the 450s looks like he's kind of riding Will rather than him riding the bike. Yeah, for sure, for sure. He's he's definitely one of the smaller guys in Supercross. 138 pounds last year. When was the last time you were 138 pounds? Wow, Ooh, 138 pounds. Yeah, I would say 
Oh, 13? 13, 13, so maybe? first year on, uh, on 125s? Maybe even Please 12. Please tell me you at least wore... Did you ever ride 125s? I did ride... I actually rode 125s for two years before I touched a 250F. There you go. I like to hear these things. Mixing and then, Yeah, and then I rode 250s for about a year before going up to the 450. When was the last time you were on a 252 stroke? I... Honestly, I think I've rode a 252 stroke about two times in my entire life. That needs to change. And, it, and it's been a while. When you make when you make dirt bike sounds when you're like just in everyday life, do you make two two strokes two stroke noises or uh, four stroke noises? Four stroke noises for sure. Really, I see. It, I don't. I don't find that as to be as like I, I make two stroke noises. <laughs> I think everybody. But I'm, a I'm, I'm just so used to four strokes. I guess, because uh, yeah, like what time? When when would you have gotten off eighties? Oh, two thousand ten? Not even. Two thousand nine was my last year on eighties. Goodness! Wow, you like I have I have motocross bikes older than your eighty five career. <laughs> like you were currently, I, like I you was, still have them. Yeah. Oh, yes. I I I still have them. My O four and O five kicks one twenty five two fifty. Oh four. I I was just getting into racing. Oh four. I think I started oh three. Maybe. Wow. Wow. That's a, this is uh, um you're you're breaking my heart right now, and I feel old, and uh, I need to go put in uh, bar to bar oh two and just forget about the things you were just saying. But uh, yeah, that's incredible, my friend. Uh, what age did you start riding at? Six years old. I got my first bike. So I, th- I, th- I think that was 03. Fair enough. Right on. Well, um, Pat, yeah. going forward for the next couple of rounds on the, uh, on the, on the cycle trader, Rock River, Yamaha, what are your goals? Um, and after like with those three, uh, these three races, Daytona and of course, Canada or, uh, Toronto and, uh, forgive me if I forget where the uh, series goes after that. But, uh, um, after those three rounds, what would you like to see your average finish be, be, or what would be, uh, the high water mark as far as what you're able to, uh, accomplish on, uh, on that machine over the next uh, couple weeks? I would say my overall goal as of right now would be top 10 for the, for the next two weekends. I would like to see like a lower, like closer to top five, but, uh, overall top 10, I'm currently eighth in points. So I really, really want to keep it down that low. Um, so I'd say seventh, eight ish. So top five. Would be my goal. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, Pretty much. um, that, for that to happen, what needs to happen on race day? How do you get in the zone to do your best? Uh, is it the music you listen to? Is it a positive atmosphere on track walk? Is it a, uh, an encouraging word back at the truck? What does Benny Vloss need to, uh, be his best on race day? I would say what I 100% truly need would be a good start in the main event, but Encouraging words and positivity throughout the full day um, definitely helps a lot. How about a, how about if I'm able to make it to Toronto, a crisp high five before the night show? 
A crisp high five would probably work just as good as some positive words. There you go. Well, I think I might I, be able to I, I, would, I would take a high five. There you go. Uh, high five or fist pound? High five. You're a high sure. five guy. I figured. Um, well, Benny, it's it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, especially because this is the first time. But we'll have to make sure that you're a repeat offender as we're going forward to uh, to see what's new with Benny Bloss. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, let us know those sponsors. Run them down for us. Let us know who's helping you out, getting you to the races every single weekend. And, uh, and then I'll let you go. Yeah, first off, Cycle Trader and Rock River. Um, everybody from that whole team. They are a huge part of my success right now. Um, Yamaha, my mom and dad, uh, Fly, 100% goggles, EVS, Bell helmets, Atlas neck braces, Tagger designs, uh, dedicated ride company, um, FMF, Roost MX, uh, my whole entire family, Charles and everybody from Icon Sports for helping me get into good shape in the off season. Uh, my mechanic, Pat, and then Robbie and Ashley, uh, Robbie Raynard, obviously, and his fiance Ashley. Um, they've been such a huge part of my success throughout my whole career. Um, I couldn't thank them enough, and just everybody that has anything to do with the Cycle Trader team. Um, just want to say a huge thank you to all you guys. Right on, man. Well, uh, really appreciate you giving us some time. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.